Hi guys, welcome to Authentic City with Lise. Thank you for tuning into this episode. And today we are going to be talking about post-groove depression. Post-groove depression, I believe is not a clinical term. It is a street term, right? Right? Right. I'm going to go with that. Anyway, this is a term most of us have heard. And I remember the first time I heard it, it really hit home. Because I could resonate with the with the actual, literal meaning. Depression after groove. It is the worst. You know that morning when you had a heavy night out and you're just questioning your life decisions and you're questioning your character and you're questioning everything and you're remembering who you were before you stepped out of your house, the healthy and happier version of you, those mornings. Yeah, I was thinking about that and I saw the term and I was like, "Mm, it made sense. And at first I thought I'd probably be down and out because, you know, When you are out and about, you're usually around a lot of people. And if you're a sensitive person, it's believed that you are going to get overwhelmed as a result of the different energy exchanges and the frequency they happen at and the intensity and everything else in between, you know, nightlife. So it just made sense. It was like, yeah, you know what, when you go out, you're going to be so depressed and out because of all that energy and the draining experiences. It, It makes sense. It makes sense. Sure, it did, but it was only a half of my truth, which I want to share the other half on today's episode. So, so I, I, I'm not a person who was inclined to going out. Like, I've never been a groovist of note. I've never, uh, like, I, 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 I liked going out, but it depended on who was there and where I was and, and so forth. I'm very... I don't want to say picky about my experiences, but I'm very, I try to be intentional. Even when I'm not trying to be intentional, as a result, I just become intentional because I'm like, who's there? Why? Where? Mm -mm." So, but over time, I was just like, yeah, YOLO, you know what I mean? And then over the past year and a half, probably, I've just been like, why? Why am I doing this to myself? And I've just been opting to stay at home as as often as possible and as a love language to myself you know to say yeah I know you love doing this so I'm gonna do it for you self (laughs) anyway and over this past year or so I've just grown to understand the concept of all the reality of post-groove depression to be far more vast well rather in my experience than just a down a down uh, after a night out because I probably made bad financial decisions or because I have work in the morning or or because I'm hungover or because I was just around too many people. Like the more I stayed at home, I, it just it just unfolded before my eyes. I had so many epiphanies about my experiences in the not very in the distant past, but in in the past, you know what I mean? And I was just giving myself the time to step back and listen to my spirit and just do the things that I really wanted to do for once. Cause you know, there are things that you really want to do. And then there are things that you do. Sometimes you do them just because you're like, yeah, you think you're going to feel better or because 
you like yeah i owe this person you know a session to chill oh you know like yeah i promised this person that i was gonna visit three weeks ago so now i haven't been in the mood to visit for so long so they uh, they're gonna feel bad so let me just go hang out for you know you know those compromising positions but you're like yeah let me be let me be a good person and at the same time where you think you're being a good person to someone else you're being a bad person to yourself so i was like you know what i'm just i'm just gonna listen to myself for once and i'm gonna be honest about the feedback that i get from me and i'm gonna act on it to show myself that i'm serious about me (laughs) you know so i've just been doing things that i really love like things that i truly want to do because if you were to ask me if with lisa do you want to go to groove like is that something you truly want to do at any point in time if i were to really search my soul and be honest the answer would probably be no knowing myself i'd probably it'll probably be no anytime that i've been to groove there's been an underlying influence to it and i'm not saying it's bad it's not bad at all it's just that like for me i know that it's not something i would gravitate towards naturally just by myself whether the underlying influence was me or it was it was a trick <laughs> okay that's another conversation for another day but anyway i was just i was just like you know what i'm going to do me and i'm going to do me like in in an honest way not this do me like yeah i'm just doing me cuz i don't care what people say i'm going to do me cuz i'm going to try and take time to listen to to what i want and not just shun it cuz sometimes you know what you want but you're like yeah i'm going to be a bad person if i i was like i'm actually going to be intentional and sometimes i'll have to choose myself over someone else because it'll it'll come to that to it's like okay i have to make a choice so it just that experience for me and like this time period for me has just caused everything that i was suppressing in that regard to come to surface and it's just been so clear so that's just what i wanted to share today so yeah okay guys so as i stated not so long ago that i am speaking on my own personal behalf based on my experiences so i do not want it to be like i am making it a collective thing like yeah we I'm not projecting please don't project i'm not going to project i'm just going to share which will be projecting because it's literally my experience from my perspective okay i'm not going to do that today anyway i found that in my experience an extension of that post groove depression was also low key anger towards myself uh i felt anger towards myself for overstepping my own boundaries cuz you know at times i'd feel like i'd be in circles that i know for a fact that I'm, I'm i don't want to be in it's not that i shouldn't be in these circles but i also know that deep down i don't want to be them but because there was always an element of compromise i've always thought that relationships and friendships are about this element of compromise and i've tried to be so big in it cuz i know with see personally i am selfish i don't want to lie i'm very selfish like i will choose myself in most situations but i found that with people i care about it's always been tricky for me to choose me because I'm like if I really care about this person then I have to compromise otherwise I'm going to lose them and then it was it was it was just it was just always that friction going on but I thought it was it was what relationships were about it was like yeah I have to put this person first otherwise it makes me a selfish monster 
like okay not monster but you know what i'm talking about so for a fact i'd be sometimes i'd find myself in situations i know for a fact i'm not aligned with but i'd just be there for vibes and you know i, <laughs> I figured sometimes i just figured it was ah you know at yolo i'm just having fun life is too short but it wasn't really aligned with the essence of who i am but the experiences i was just in them for the sake of overextending myself so i would be so angry <laughs> at myself the next day like you know for a fact you didn't want to do that you know you don't want to go there at first or you you knew say you, you know what you want but you don't do it you know romans now i'm talking about scripture romans romans uh romans chapter 7 8 7 and 8 i think where paul says what i I know what I should do, but I don't do it. I know what is right. In my soul, I know what I should be doing. But God, my flesh doesn't do it. Sometimes you know in your spirit you shouldn't be at a place. Like, it could be a simple thing. It could be a thing you would see. You left and you said you were going to a shop, a grocery store, and you find yourself at a licensing department and deep down you know okay i should let someone know that i'm now here because no one knows and i'm not supposed to be here it could be a simple thing like that your spirit will tell you you're not supposed to be there but you'll be like ah life man life what what can i say what can i do it sways me left and right okay let me focus sorry guys (laughs) sorry guys i digress anyway um where was i so my point is even if i do go out uh for the for, for for most of the night, if it's a night or a day, whatever it is, for most of that time, I'd be so strongly convicted for most of the experience. And as a result, I would have to consume, like, if we're drinking, I'd have to consume more alcohol so I could drown out my spirit because my spirit was contending my decisions. My spirit was just like, nope, you, you know you ain't supposed to be there. And I was like, nah, chill, fam. And it's like, nope. And I'm like, you know what? I know how to drown you out. The uh, 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 alcohol. And that was just a recipe for disaster, to be honest. It was a clear recipe for disaster. It wasn't so clear at the, at the time, but in hindsight, I see it now. As I explained earlier that um, I knew that I knew I knew what I was. I knew that there were things that I really loved that I wasn't doing, but it was also just a push and pull between um between being social and being and being um introspective you know it was always i feel like my life is as i was i was saying in my prayer the other day and i was like god it's so funny because you made me the essence of who i am is a contradiction like i'm (laughs) like i'm just a paradox but because of that push and pull i was always like yeah i should be doing this but i shouldn't be doing this so i just one day i opted Let me say it like this. One day I got to a point where I was sick of my own ways. Like my spirit was tired of my ego's bullshit. Because also being in the ego means that you see most of the things in flesh. And sometimes you have the insight to see in spirit, but you just shun it. Okay, let's, let's not do that. So I decided that, you know what, for once I'm fully gonna do me and I had to also take on the understanding that sometimes that means that I will possibly rub people off the wrong way. And that is because I'll have to say no. 
And that's tricky, man. I, I realize that it's tricky when you've been people pleasing because you fear that they're going to reject you. And now you have to say no and stand with the fact that if they reject me, then that's cool. That, you know, it's life. It's it's life. Like, if if I'm not attached to, to, to things and I'm not attached to experiences, why should I? And it's not to say that you shouldn't maintain and sustain relationships, but it's also just a fact to see. If you have to compromise yourself, not if you have to compromise in the relationship in a healthy manner, just yourself in any aspect, then for me, it becomes suspect. You know, that, that connection, it becomes suspect. And I've just been very intentional about it now to say, if it's suspect and if my spirit is uneasy about it, I'm going to listen to my spirit. I'm, I'm at that phase in my life where I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen for once because I've, I've been hearing, I just haven't been listening because those are two different things. Anyway, I decided I'm going to set boundaries. Just for me, like I was setting literally boundaries for me, from me. For me, against me. <laughs> I don't know if I'm making sense. But I, I, in essence, I was just protecting my higher self from my people-pleasing self. I had to protect higher me from people-pleasing me. And that has completely changed my life, to be quite honest with you. And it has helped me to feel more attuned to myself. And it has helped me gravitate towards the things that I genuinely love and really resonate with. Because I'm like, okay, yeah, if I don't like that, I stop doing it. I have to fill it with something else in its space. Not really that I have to fill it, but it's just like, if something goes, and if it's something I don't like, it's replaced by something that I do like, an activity that I do enjoy. A beverage that I do love. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that I, I, I'm, I don't go out or I'm never going to go out. But I am very intentional about... I know it sounds... It, it probably sounds like fake deep. Like, ah, oh, come on, just going out. But to be honest, I'm very, very intentional about going out because i know that i don't like it <laughs> to be honest i know you know when you do something that you don't like because i had to be honest with myself like do you, do you really enjoy that it's nice like it's not something out it wouldn't be my first choice in life you know so if you're gonna do something that isn't really your first choice it has to be worth it so i have to ask myself who's gonna be there why so it helps me set an intention in that manner because i know that i could pass up on it but if I am going to consider it, then it has to be worth my while. And I found that when I go out with that intention in mind or subconsciously sometimes, I don't suffer so much from post-groove depression. So maybe for me personally, I've found that it was just deeper than face value. It was deeper than being exposed to many people in one night. I'm not saying that's not the case. I felt like it. there was a root cause to it because I could be exposed to many people in one night. But if my intentions are aligned and my soul and my spirit is attuned to what I'm doing physically, then I'm not going to have too many problems with myself the following day. But also there could be external factors like energies, like people, like conversations. People can just trigger you in conversation. You know what I mean? So... 
yeah but for me that's just what i wanted to share that sometimes it goes deeper than you overspending or calling back your ex or it it, sometimes sometimes the root cause and sometimes you can fix the root you fix the cause you don't cure everything for life i i don't believe in that but i think that it just helps you become aware of why you do things how you can do them differently to help how you feel and and it's about you it's about me Okay, let me just sign this out before I say a lot of dumb shit. Thank you for listening, guys. If you made it this far, then I really fucks with you. No, for real. Thank you. Bye.